I want to talk about something that I really see most of the world avoiding, but that I see as the one thing you can do to skyrocket your confidence and to get in alignment with your life so that you can live a more fulfilled life. So we're going to talk about this in this episode. Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, women's empowerment mentor, mindfulness expert, and quantum self-love coach. Every week, you'll hear real and unfiltered stories from me and my guests covering topics around spirituality, self-expression, womanhood, healing, love, relationships, and more. My intention with this podcast is to help sensitive, spiritual, ambitious women fully step into their potential so that you can live a life you love with every cell and every fiber of your being. And I get that it's not easy to fit into a box. So I bring in a variety of topics to feed your multifaceted self. You can find me over on Instagram at selfexpressbabe and info on where to find my guests are always going to be in the show notes below. I am so grateful that you're here and I invite you to now set an intention, sit back, relax, and receive what is coming through to you on your headphones right now. Take what resonates, leave out what doesn't, and give yourself time to reflect. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive in. What do I want to say? (laughs) This is the beauty of not scripting your podcasts. I have all this I have all this feeling that I want to convey convey to you. And I know that I want to talk to you right now about how magical and synchronistic and what a journey and experience this, even just this past week has been. So we'll start there. So I'm in this space right now where I am purging. I'm letting things go. I am releasing things both on a physical level, on a mental level emotional level, like just realizing like, what are, what are the patterns that I've been in? What are things, what are things that I'm even actually really good at that I need to shed to make space for my next expansion? And that has not been fun. (laughs) It's not been fun because some of the things I've been really uncovering is my people pleaser and a way that I've been kind of shedding that people pleaser is unfollowing and unsubscribing to things, knowing that the person on the other end might see that and might make that mean something. It's very interesting what we make things mean, how we attach meanings to everything. And that actually led me to, you know, the space I'm really in with purging and this kind of like getting comfortable with things ending and things dying has just created so much trust of like, okay, I'm letting all these things go. I'm letting expectations go. And I'm just, I'm just making space for the universe to drop in for me to drop into my own body, to come home and I'm trying to see how far back I want to go. So we'll start with, I just had a recent launch. 
of a program called Heart Wide Open. And I closed the cart, the launch is closed. And this is, this is an idea that I really fully believe in. It's a boob acceptance program because I really struggled with my own boobs. And so many women that I've spoken to from all walks of life have some sort of story with accepting this part of her body. So I created this program and I had a little launch for it. And in the pre-sale, I didn't sell any spots and I kind of just like left the cart open for a few days. And I just kind of had this intuitive message of like, just close the cart. There's something else for you in this moment. Not that, not that the, how do I articulate this in a way? So in the past, I've had launches that like haven't sold and it's been a very different experience of I should close this because no one's going to sign up. This isn't that. And like all this endless mind looping of not being good enough of the idea, not being good enough of things not working out and kind of like not holding the manifestation that I want. But this time it was very different. This time it was, I have this idea that I'm very passionate about. And I just don't think it's being seen in by the right people because body acceptance is not something that I've talked about on Instagram consistently. It's just, this is, this is an idea that it took a lot for me to show up in this way. And this is a program I do want to bring to fruition, but maybe its purpose for right now was just for me to step into leadership in a whole different way to be able to even share it in the first place, to be able to talk about boobs on the internet in the first place. Like what? Like my past self would be like, who are you? (laughs) What are you doing? Why are you talking about boobs on Instagram? I've been really savoring being in the space of trust and of like knowing like this is an idea that I will bring to fruition. And also knowing that just because I put a launch out there and it didn't have any signups at the time that it was open, instead of making it mean something about me, about the program itself, I'm still holding that this will happen. I'm still holding this like level of leadership that even just sharing this thing in the first place has me stepping into. And it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I I wanted to start there because I have never seen on Instagram anyone share about a program that they've launched that hasn't sold any spots. I feel like coaches aren't like giving themselves permission to do that. And I just want to be very transparent with it that, hey, you you can have a launch and it can flop and you can still be totally fine and you can still get a huge transformation out of it. And it does not mean anything about you. It does not mean anything about the program. It might just mean that maybe the messaging needs to be tweaked. Maybe, maybe it's a weird time. I know it's July right now. People are traveling. There's so many possibilities that, you know, it could be. 
but it doesn't mean anything about me. doesn't mean anything about my business. It doesn't mean that the idea is not something that people need. And so I, I wanted to start there with sharing that because the, the essential theme I want to get to, which I kind of want to keep as like a surprise kind of like slash suspense thing to the little bit that I shared in the beginning of the podcast. It's just like this letting go, this letting go. So I've been really playing into this letting go of like, what can I release? How can I marry condo my life? And it's been very eye-opening to see that minimalism and simplicity are huge values of mine. And there are so many areas of my, in my life where I have not been living in alignment with that value. The minimalism and simplicity is alive in my closet and in my house. It's not alive anywhere else. You know, I have one tea mug that I love to use. I have two now. I just got another one recently, but the other one... It, for years, just using the same old tea mug. I'm very minimalistic with, with, with my belongings and my things, but I wasn't approaching my business in that same way. And so being in this space of letting things go, I've been unsubscribing to almost everyone on the internet. I'm honestly trying to get to zero. I'm trying really hard to get to zero. But part of this process is like uncovering the people pleaser in me that comes up and also letting go of the need to be like, hey, I'm unfollowing you because I mean, yes, I can say this to my best friends, but everyone else, I don't know anyone an explanation. I saw this, I saw this post on, on Instagram that I really love that was like, Instagram is not an airport. You do not need to announce your departure. And that's true. An unfollow doesn't mean anything. And that's not my responsibility, what other people make it mean. And in me working on the people pleaser side of me and trying to consciously kill that off, I am consciously killing that part off of me. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm sawing that baby off. <laughs> and um, a part of not playing into that has been not announcing my departure. And a big, big thing, I'm not sure if I'm going to share this. I'm not sure if this will be edited out, but let's just, I'm going to say this out loud, see how it lands and see if I want, if I'm ready to share this publicly. So this week on Monday, I was set to go live with someone on Instagram. And I'm very, I'm very open on Instagram with who I message and who I connect with and being in this space of like letting things go. I'm realizing I'm having way too many conversations happening at once that it needs to be narrowed down so that I can get really deep with the people that I really resonate with and really step into my power of knowing not everyone needs a response from you. Like if you've reached your bandwidth, you've reached your capacity, you don't owe anyone a response, <laughs> you know? And that's like the people pleaser 
people pleaser side in us that that plays into like oh I have to answer every single message that everyone sends to me but so on Monday I was supposed to go live with someone and this is a person that I had just recently been connected with on Instagram probably like two weeks maybe even less and um I found her because she sent me one of her posts I I ended up seeing it in my requests, which I don't normally check. And I don't normally respond to people just sending me a post, but it was a topic that was, that resonated with me. I clicked on it, you know, I read through it, left her a genuine comment. And here we are two weeks later, and we've decided to go live to talk about the topic of the program that I was launching at the time, Heart Wide Open. So we were going to talk about our own stories with our bodies and with our boobs and boob acceptance. And so the day comes and how do I want to share this? How much do I really want to share? I'm, I'm really wanting to share this in a way where I don't get lost in my own stories and where I really share with you listening here, which thank you so much for being here. I really just want to share with you the potent pieces where you can get some sort of perspective because the few friends that I've shared this with have been like, wow, (laughs) I needed to hear this. I needed this reminder. Thank you for sharing this with me because it's very hard to show up on the internet, sharing your passions. And it's hard when we come across people who are not in alignment with us. So that that's, I guess that's what I'll say. This person was not in alignment with me and the, the live got canceled last minute um, in a really weird way of, you know, assumptions being projected onto me because I didn't post about, uh, I didn't post about the live on Instagram over the weekend, which she chose the Monday time on a Friday. And it's, it's, it's a boundary for me to not be on Instagram on the weekends. And I've went live so many times without sharing about it on my stories and it does perfectly fine in the replays. So, um, yeah. So from her perspective, she saw, she thought that going live was not important to me and, um, wanted to reschedule. So, I offered to reschedule it for a week, same time the very next week. And it just was met with, you know, this is important to you and, and all these things. And it it ended with, it ended with basically just all these projections being put onto me. That that's all I'll say. And I was really proud of my own self by being able to show up in this way, powerfully of saying, I'm offering to go live next week. This is what I'm offering. And any meanings or projections you want to put is on you. And I just, I was basically, I felt like in the conversation, I was in my power. It was definitely something, an experience that really connected me with and and opened me up to like, wow, your confidence has grown here. Like, look at you just like showing up in your truth and handling a situation that was essentially making me feel pretty activated. So being in this space where I noticed my confidence, I was like, hmm, where, where is this coming from? Where is this? What is it that 
I have recently sat with and faced like, what is the like one thing that has increased my confidence? And, and how is it that I'm here being able to express myself in a way that like I used to with scheduling things really like backbend and mold myself and be like, oh yeah, we can do it at 8 a.m. if that's what works for you since you're on a different time zone. Even though my body is like, no, I don't want to talk to other people at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Noticing myself not doing that and sitting with like, what is the one thing caused me to then right there in that moment, open up the reels tab and record a reel about confidence where I shared the one simple thing that will skyrocket your confidence. And I just spoke from the heart, chose a, chose a nice song to be in the background of my words, hit post. And then I put my phone down to be with this activated feeling that I had like briefly put on hold to show up for the real and really just speak intuitively about confidence, put my phone down and really just sat with like, Ooh, like the, the way I felt when, when, when she told me that, you know, this isn't important to you, you're a fake coach and all the things that she said. And I was tuning in with like, you know, it brought up flames in my chest and, and just really like allowed myself to sit there and, and feel that and ugly cry and just like move. And I, I, I ended up putting on music and I was dancing and moving my hips and letting out loud exhales and moving through it and in and, and moving through it and allowing myself to feel the quote, negative, sticky, ugly, messy feelings that most of us usually just like, will be like, Oh, stop right there. Let's reframe that thought to something more positive. And then, and then you bypass how you feel. Instead, I didn't do that. I gave myself that space to feel. And in doing that, I came to this beautiful realization that I'm ready for more people to come at me in this way, because this is a natural part of humanity. People, people not liking you is a natural part of humanity. And it is a natural part of the process. Like, I really hope if, if you're listening and you have a huge vision and you want to help millions of people, part of your process is going to be coming along people who are not there. You're not their cup of tea and they're going to let you know. And that does not mean anything about you. They're just projecting their own experience onto you. They have their own preferences, their own traumas, their own way that they see the world based on how they are internally. And that means absolutely nothing about you. And this also speaks to the, the, the video that I posted about what is the one thing that will skyrocket your confidence. And that is accepting death, accepting that your time here is limited, accepting that one day you're going to die. And if you can fully accept that, you're not going to care about 
people who want to spread hate on your comments and your posts, you're going to see that. And maybe at first, you know, it'll be triggering. You'll have a moment like I did where you ugly cry and you move through some stuff. But eventually you get to the point where you're just like, eh, delete that. I'm not giving energy to that. And that is a part, a part of you growing to how much you, the, the big vision, the big expansive vision. You have to have space for that expansion by killing off the things that suck up your energy that don't lead to you being in this expansive place that you desire yourself to be in. And so I've been really in this space of letting things go, letting things die, reassessing, taking a step back. I had this, I had this situation with my email list happen where I just, I found out like, why am I paying so much? And basically long story short, it led to me switching over to a different platform And even though I have all of my emails that I've written for my email list and like things that I've written to go out to my email list this weekend and for the next month, at least a little voice told me like, you know what? No, let, let this die. Let this die. Take a moment to just write a message to what I did was I wrote a message to my email list, let them know, you know, I'm in this, I'm in this space where I'm purging, where I'm, where I'm making space for my next level, for my next expansion. So you're not going to hear from me for a while. That's what I said in my email list and so many other things that I've been purging and, and it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to be like, what if, What if someone who was going to be my client then decides like, I don't want to be your client. What if someone who was following me and and wanting to work with me sees that I unfollowed? Like there's so many things that come up. And this is the reason why going through this phase of purging, like it's it's not only about clearing things to make space for your expansion. It's also about the things that come up, the limiting beliefs that come up as you let things go. So as you let things go, you'll, you'll notice things arise. You'll notice your tendencies of where you mold yourself and where you do things to please other people. And that's not the way to live an authentic life. So if you can really get comfortable with this space of death, of this space of let, let go, this space of clearing what doesn't spark joy. And also not only I want to take it even deeper than that Mary Kondo saying of clearing what, what doesn't spark joy, clearing also what you're, what you might be very good at. Like, for example, for me, something I'm really good at is reading books. I'm always spending my time reading. I'm usually reading multiple books at a time. I think that's the Sagittarius in me, (laughs) but I'm in a program right now where she had us ask ourselves this question of like, what is it that you're really good at? And even though you're good at it, if you let it go, would it make space for something? And so I realized in, in it really, it actually took me a good week to come up with the answer of this question that books is what I'm spending a lot of time on. And when I came to that, when that answer came to me, I was like, huh, 
I'm spending a lot of time putting energy into other people's words and other people's thoughts. Meanwhile, here I am journaling and not reading it, not reading it back. So it's been so difficult to really commit to this space of like for the next now it's like five more weeks of this that I've committed to not reading books and to instead read my journals and it's it's really hard because I'm definitely a person who's like I just got the book about the gene keys and I'm like oh I want to read it and and I feel like it's really going to support this this chapter of life that I'm in right now but no I I'm I'm holding that surrender and I'm holding that trust of the book is going to be there. It's always going to be there. And let me tell you, reading your own journal is probably the best self-help, self-development, self-growth book you will ever read, hands down. Because you're going to go into there and you're going to see ideas that you wrote out and forgot about. You'll see goals that you wrote out and forgot about. You'll probably even see yourself writing about something that's very frustrating that you really want to shift and notice that you're still complaining about it today, a year later. You might also notice your own growth. You know, there might be um, an entry in there about something that was really triggering for you or really scary for you. And when you read it back, you're like, wow, I can do that thing with my eyes closed now. So I highly recommend going in and reading your journals. And also asking yourself, what is it that I need to release to make space the way that I want to grow? How can I make space? And it's very, very hard to let go. And that that goes back to this concept of death. I really just want to take a moment here to talk about this concept of death. So being, being a creative person, I have lots of ideas, lots of ideas. I've, I've, I've always been this kind of person who has been really inspired by art. And now, now the way that shows up, like when I was a child, it was always like drawing and then like coming up with clothing designs. I went and I studied fashion design in college. And now that space of creation is more for like creating reels and creating podcast episodes, writing captions. Honestly, most of my creation is an Instagram right now. And as I speak out loud, my mind is like, oh, maybe Instagram is something I need to let go of as well, because it's something I consider myself good at. And if I let it go, so much space opens up for whatever's new. (laughs) And then there's a part of my mind who's like, no, I don't want to let go of Instagram. It's so much fun. So (laughs) I love that in these unscripted podcasts, like things come out to the surface. So Back to what I was saying. What was I saying? With creation, there needs to be, not need to be, it's, it's, it's helpful to have, to have just like the very most potent things and what's the most important to you and what's going to be the most fulfilling for you to follow through on for you to put your energy there. So for me being someone who has like all of these ideas, if I put my energy into all of those ideas versus putting them just into one idea. That one thing is going to be way more potent than doing those five things. And so a part of the process of creating 
is getting very comfortable with letting things go, with allowing things to die, with allowing things to be released. And like, you know what, I, this is a great idea, but it's not for me. Someone else is going to do it. And that's coming from, again, being a book nerd. If you have not read, there's a, there's a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert that talks all about creativity and how creative ideas are like these entities that visit us. And if we don't act on them, they float off into somewhere else. So for someone else to do. So then that brings, brings me kind of back to this kind of piece of, it's a little bit of people pleasing, but also this distrust. So if we're too afraid to let go of certain ideas and only hold on to the few potent ones, if we're too afraid and we want to cling to all of it, what kind of energy does that create for you? And is that really a space you want to be, you want to be creating from? And a big thing for me too has with all of these spaces that I'm showing up with, showing up in and creating in is just really realizing like, why am I here in the first place? Am I here because I genuinely have fun doing it? Or am I here because I was taught that if I want to grow my business, I have to show up in these specific spaces consistently or this many amount of times or in this specific way? Am I doing it because of that? Or am I doing it because I actually desire to do it. And then in realizing that there are some spaces where you show up because it was something someone else told you to do, but it isn't actually working. You let that go. And then you feel all these, you, you notice all these limiting beliefs come up. And that is the beauty of letting things die. That's the beauty of letting things go. Even in like, so with actual grieving and actual death, I honestly barely have any experience with that. Like everyone in my family is pretty, pretty young generationally. I haven't had experience with like people I know in my family passing away of old age. The only time it happened, I was too young to remember. But the, the experience I do have with grief is going through a very, what was so difficult at the time, a breakup where I was the one that was broken up with. This happened during the year of my Saturn return. This happened in 2019. And this was a person that I had moved to a different state with. And then we moved to a different state again. We, mo we moved to New York City together, which was a huge culture shock, a huge transition, very stressful, very hard for me, actually. It, it was very weird uh, in the beginning of being in New York City, being around millions of people all day, but like being alone because you didn't know anyone. And I remember I would walk around in Manhattan when I first got there and I would just like walk slow and just like look look at people, like look at them in their eyes. And like, no one made, no one made eye contact because everyone there was like in the matrix. <laughs> everyone there is, you know, they they have their own stuff going on. They, they're busy doing their own thing. And I just remember observing there on, oh, what street was it on? 
very busy part of, I think I was in Chelsea, I was in Chelsea, in Chelsea, New York city, if you're familiar with it, and just being there and just observing and just being like, wow, there are all these people around me and I'm with all these people, but at the same time, I'm alone because I don't know any, I don't have any connections with anyone here yet. I just moved here. It was just, it was just really weird. So the relationship I was in moving to New York was a huge stressor on the relationship and the relationship ended just not even, I want to say maybe like six months after we moved there. And this was my first time being on the receiving end of a breakup. Usually I would be the one to end relationships. So it was my very first time experiencing that. And I thought, I I genuinely thought I was going to marry this person. I'm so glad I didn't, (laughs) but that's what I, that's genuinely what I thought. And I literally had just gotten back from a girl's trip. I went to visit my best friends in Connecticut and, you know, we were talking about, you know, when, when do you think you'll get married and all, all this stuff. And I remember we were going to on the last night we were going to have dinner together and I'm like, nah, I want, I want to go home and see him and have dinner with him. So I drive home. I think the drive is like three hours. I know it was a hundred miles. And, um, as soon as I walk in the door, the breakup happens, you know, the, the conversation happens. And I remember just in that moment, I felt this hole in the center of my chest. It was so, so painful, so painful. And I remember going to the top of our apartment building. We lived in Flatbush and just like screaming at the top of my lungs, just like, no. And, and like, it was, it was intense. It was so intense. And I just, I felt so many emotions at that time, like rage and sadness and so scared about like, what was I going to do here in New York city with no family and the friendships I had, like I, we'd only known each other for a few months because I hadn't been living there that long yet. And it was very, very scary. And I see now in hindsight that the reason why that experience ended up being so beautiful to me is to me and and for me is because I went through this portal of loss. I went through this portal of death and, and I actually like allowed myself to feel, I allowed myself to cry. I probably cried every day for like a month. I allowed myself to be vulnerable with friends that I had only known for a few months. And and it just really showed me the beauty of humanity and, and the beauty, honestly, of New York City. Like you will meet the most. I know that New York has like a bad rap and people seem like they're very uptight or like assholes over there, but really you'll meet the most genuine people in New York city, you'll meet the most genuine and ambitious people. You just have to get past this wall, this like boundary wall that you need in the city because you need, you need that protection living in New York city. But when you get past the mask of someone else's layer of protection, 
no matter what city you live in, but you will meet the most authentic and inspiring people there. And I am still just like so amazed that the people that I met there, I had only known them for a few months and they really just like held space for me to talk about how it was feeling, held space for me to cry and, and shared their own stories of going through a breakup and what they've learned from it. And, you know, really just like reassuring me, like, yeah, you know, I've been there girl. Like, I know it's so hard and all of that beauty that I received from that chapter of my life would have never happened if I didn't allow myself to go through this portal of like, yes, all of like, I'm letting this, this relationship is done. I'm letting it go. And like, just really being with everything that that brought up and, and feeling everything and not labeling, not labeling anything as negative instead feeling what is what I've been taught as negative, feeling the sadness, feeling the rage and like allowing it to express itself. Of course, in my own space, you know, not going out (laughs) onto the subway and screaming at people. That's not what I mean here. But I do remember crying on the subway. I like, there was literally a straight month where I, the only time I didn't cry was when I was teaching yoga. And at the time I was waitressing. And I remember, (laughs) I remember I had to work on Valentine's day and this was like a week after the breakup. And God, that day I worked a lunch shift and I was offered to work the night shift, but I was just like, nah, I can't, I really can't. And everyone that worked the night shift made like 500 plus dollars in tips because it's Valentine's day. It was really busy. But I remember in between talking to my tables, I would just go in this little curtained off section that was for employees only and just cry and just cry and be like, please, like, okay, let this come through me. And like, let me just take a deep breath and collect myself and wipe my eyes and go back out there because I just, I just need to make it through this. But, you know, giving myself, giving yourself the space, giving, this is the, really the whole theme for this entire podcast episode is give yourself space, give yourself space to feel, give yourself space away from other people's ideas, give yourself space from all of the tasks that you do try it out at least for a day of like, you know, today I'm not going to do all of these little mundane tasks that I usually do. I'm going to, I'm going to just give myself space from it and see what new thing can arise in me. What new thing can, can be birthed from me giving myself this space and letting go and having trust and having surrender. And so because I was able to, to allow myself to feel in this, in this portal of death with this breakup. And and now I feel like I'm in not, not as intense, but I'm in another portal of that right now with my business as I'm letting things go. And, you know, I'm in a program that's really encouraging us to really just like purge things, let things go and, you know, be with what comes up, what thoughts of like, what if this, what if that anything scarcity mindset or, everything that comes up as you let things go. A big part of it is just having the trust of like, I'm letting this go for something else to be there. And even though I don't know what that is right now, 
I know that I'm going to be okay. I know that something else is going to arise in me when I let things go. And so I really want to invite you to meditate on this concept. And I'm going to link the reel in the show notes that I'm, that I'm mentioning about, but really meditate with this concept of death and dying, because honestly, I think it's, if you could, if I can just give one confidence tip to future generations and to every single human being, no matter what language they speak or what culture they are in, it would be getting okay with and accepting death, accepting that things come to an end. Your time here is temporary. You will, you will come to an end and just really sitting with like, okay, if I know, if I know fully that I won't be here one day, what do I really want to do with my time? And if I know and fully accept and, and fully move through and allow myself to feel all of the fear that comes up with accepting this peace that you will one day not be in this body that you are in right now as you listen to this podcast, if you allow yourself to move through that fear and really fully feel it, something is going to come through that. Something is going to drop into you. Just like how I shared when I allowed myself to feel and cry when, when I had this situation of like the things that was, that was being said to me in this Instagram DM was making me feel flames in my chest and making me feel attacked. When I sat with it and I allowed myself to feel it and ugly cry, that was when the message came through of, you know what? No, this is, this doesn't mean anything about me. This is a part of humanity. And this is a part of the journey of the big expansive growth I want. That means that things like this might happen again. And so I need to not give my power away. You need to not give your power away when people say things about you that are hurtful. And when you do find yourself in a space where you've given your power away, meaning when someone says something mean to you that you feel the trigger, you feel the activation, take a step back. Don't respond right away and know that this is okay. This is normal. This doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. And this is a, a huge, 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 huge opportunity to get to know yourself at a deeper level. I talked about um, this with Sabrina Patricia in a previous episode about inner intimacy. Like when fear comes up, when anxiety comes up, you know, this is just another portal to get to know yourself, to, to develop inner intimacy with yourself. And so when, when you're in these spaces where you find yourself giving your power away, there's something to learn there. There's something for you to uncover there. Maybe you realize like, oh, this is my body remembering a traumatic experience that's happened to me in the past. So now I'm going to be here and I'm going to hold my inner child and, and really allow myself to grieve and express these feelings of sadness or rage now that wasn't, that didn't have the space to be expressed back when their original trauma happened. And so giving yourself space, giving yourself space, giving yourself space. I think that might be, I think that might be one of the best things you can do for your own self-love is giving yourself space. You have to give yourself space 
the space. You have to make the time to take the actions, to do things that you know will make you feel good, that you know will nourish you. You have to make the space. And so many times when we have these big goals, and I know I've been here too, we try and fill up our space with as many things as possible to get to our goal as soon as possible because you know we're ambitious and then we have to get it all done. But that only leads to burnout. It only leads to unfulfillment. It only leads to this space where you're doing things on autopilot, where you're posting just to post or you're showing up somewhere just because you think that's what you should do. And then we lose touch with this deep inner connection with our, with our highest, wisest, most empowered self. And then that affects our work. That affects everything that we do. That affects the quality of content we put out. That affects how we show up in, in, in our work with our clients. That affects how you show up in relationships. It affects your, all your relationship, in, including your relationship with money. It's all a relationship. And so my invitation to you here, if you have not seen the reel, it's posted in the show notes. If you have seen the reel, I invite you to do two things. Ask yourself how you can have more space by letting things go. And maybe as a prerequisite for that, you sit and meditate on the concept of death and be with what comes up for you when you can really sit and think, wow, one day I won't be here. And just notice like, what is it on this earth that, that you're attached to? Who are the people that you're afraid to leave behind? What are the things that you want to make sure you do? Where is it that your soul truly wants to go? I'll end that here. Thank you so much for listening and I'm sending you so much love. Be well. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.